Yeah. It's your girl, Tanisha Mills, all the way from Ocala, Florida. Let's talk about it. It all begins with the conversation. Today, my guest is Consuela, all the way from Ocala herself. And we will be talking about none other than me. Let's see what this is going to be all about. So she can ask me any question, anything, and I have vowed that I will answer it, no matter how difficult, no matter how hard, and no matter how deep. I am intellectual, very philosophical, so you can ask me anything. Welcome. Thank you for having me today, and um, definitely... I feel that it is very important anytime that we're on a um, social media or we're on any type of media set, we do want people to know who we are and where we come from. It is important for simply the reason because there's so many people we want to reach. We want everyone to know that we're reaching them right where they are. So with that being said, Miss Tanisha, I would just like for you to introduce yourself. We do know that you're from Ocala, but there's more to you than just being from Ocala. Yeah, well, I was born in Ocala, so I was not raised here. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm from, I don't know, I'm, I always say I'm from everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I grew up in Washington State for uh, the first little half of my life, second half Atlanta, up into my later teens. I, I was in Maryland for a year, but I came here all throughout the summers because my mom's family was here. So um, I think I'm a little diverse. I don't understand one person like I don't understand people from the place I understand people for people because I've dealt with a lot of different people so I think I look at people a lot differently than people in Ocala for sure okay all right so Miss Tanisha we do know that you have six children and you uh, were married for 20 years yes So one of the things that I would like to know with you being where you are today is what were some of the beginning challenges you had, not only as a young African-American woman, however, a married mother, um, African-American woman who is now venturing into her own entrepreneurship. Uh. So give us maybe the um, one of the most distinctive challenges you would say you face. I think the most distinctive challenge that I face is individuality. Because everybody sees me as the mom. Mm -hmm. Everybody sees me as the faithful church goer. Everybody sees me as maybe the perfect quote unquote because nothing's perfect about me person. But nobody knows me. So when I look in the mirror, I don't see a mom. Mm -hmm. I don't see any of that stuff. I see Tanisha. I see the one who has been quiet, who has been reserved, who has hid herself in what she can do and what she has versus be who she is. And so now I have to show up. All of that hiding all of that wrapping myself up and being a mom and wrapping myself up and being a wife and being a ministering and a prophetess now you have to get the raw Tanisha because people don't want what you have they don't want you know it's like Jesus they who they say I'm this they say I'm that who do you say I am and then when he responded he said it had to be God that showed you so I'm going to give the world who I am and they're going to have a lot of different titles for me mm-hmm. 
But there are some people that are going to say, see who God says I am. And that is what I'm doing right now. Wonderful. I think that answers a lot for some people. Um, what I would like to know is, even as a mom with six children, um, your husband passed away. And now with that, can you give people just a little insight on leading up to um, prior to your husband passing away and right after? Because most of the time when someone loses a person, there's a lot of noise that's going on. But it's when all the music stops that people don't get to see that Tanisha. Right. People did not have exposure to that Tanisha. So I think it's important to, one, open that up for some people so that they understand that it's okay. And number two, that they understand that you're you're in a place to have that compassion because you've not only um, experienced it, you have lived it, and you've not only talked about it, you're still walking through that mm -hmm. for yourself and your children. Mm -hmm. So give us an insight of what that's like. Well... Let's correct some things. A lot of people did not know that Jim Mangan and I had divorced a year prior. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were very hurt by it. Mm -hmm. But because I'm one that believes in protecting integrity yes. and protecting my integrity, I also in protected the integrity of Jermaine. So only those that were close to us knew that that information even at the funeral you had people that were very confused they were trying to figure it out and I always dedicated myself I think that I remained a wife and this mm -hmm. is why because I remained his intercessor no matter time or day even with the girlfriend there I would show up at the hospital he can text me anytime and it was one time I went and laid across him and I said God we had a covenant and even though we had separated, mm -hmm. I knew that the covenant still stood firm, firm mm -hmm. that he would have salvation because I was saved for so long mm -hmm. while with him. And I was able to witness him give his life to Christ, even on his sickbed. Wow. And we had that last conversation. And he said, Tanisha, I, didn't, I don't think I'm going to make it. And I knew because my prayer had changed. Mm. It changed from healing to strength. And I said, oh. Time. Wow, and he texts Jermisha, and I said, "Tell him to call me." And we talked, and I said, "Well, I said in my life, in my world, you are Superman. I say you can survive anything, and I feel like you are awesome." And I said, "I thank God for the chapters that I was in on, and if I look over it." Mm -hmm. I realized that I was in on practically every chapter of his life. Wow. Which was amazing. God trusted me mm -hmm. with this man. And I didn't love him perfectly, but I imperfectly loved him through God. God taught me how to listen. For those of you that say, I don't know how to love. God will teach you how to love anybody. God taught me how to long suffer and love him. Wow. Even until the end, our last, even up until our last conversation, mm -hmm. he knew that I loved him. Yes. He knew, he knew that. And I didn't, you know, some people get all, no, I didn't get upset. I didn't feel like I missed anything. I didn't feel any kind of nothing. I have forgiveness. I had forgiven him. And God told me that forgiveness unlocks a blessing that can't be unlocked any other way. 
and I learned forgiveness. And with the children being as resilient as they are, wow. let me tell you, yes, children are absolutely amazing. Yes, they are so resilient. It's like we didn't skip a beat. They still wow. went to school. They, they, they're still right now. People are still like blown away. They still minister at their school. Tremaine has ministered. Wow. Since since his father passed away in September, Jamisha's on praise team at school because they go to a Christian school. Jeremiah's on praise team at school. He's encouraging his teachers. Wow. There's, we're still ministering to families. Yes. We're still praying for people on the outside. Our ministry has not stopped. Wow. That chapter ended with Jermaine, but my ministry begun. So I have a new life. Wow. I can't even. Some people can reach back and mm-hmm. get the old one. Right. God wiped my whole beginning of my life. And it's times I'm writing a book now that says no longer me. It's times where I wrote a piece in that book that says I didn't plan for this. I don't have a clue what wow. to look for now because I had it all mapped out. I right. had to see the, 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 the one man and all the kids right. from the one man. Right. I served right. God. You know, we were supposed exactly. to rock this thing out to the end of the world. You know, we were supposed to rock out with our city right. kids. We right. had our plan. I'm supposed to be traveling right now. You know, <laughs> loving this exactly. man, giving him everything. I can't have no kids right now either, girl. We were supposed to be doing this it. Was doing it. it. <laughs> this was it. This was it. Yes. But God yes. came and said, nope. He sh- so what do you do when God shatters your plans? Mm-hmm. We, you gonna be angry with God? What's the alternative? You still got service? exactly. You gonna need him? You yes. be angry with him now, but you are gonna it's need okay. him like twenty minutes from now. You are gonna need him to pick you up. You are gonna turn right up. around and say, "You gonna turn around and God. say, Lord, help me." <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, I don't care what. No, there is not a person. I don't care who you are out there. Whether it was during the act of pleasure or pain, you have called on God somewhere. Yes. yes. Even the atheists. Have called on God Even to say I don't believe in God Well you just said his name You believe in something Yes Yes <laughs> But you know And and that's where I am Right yes. now I, I, I don't have a plan I, Listen I don't have it But God led me to this radio show Yes Yes It, it wasn't here In September I wasn't thinking about a radio show but look, you know, God opened doors. I didn't even think I would walk on the platform like this, but I'm here. So, you know, and that's what He told us, though. Yeah, He said that if you delight yourself in Him, that He'll give you the desires of your heart, yeah. and and we have to take that in. And and so, with hearing that and knowing the things that you have experienced, um, and when you see young mothers or mothers in general who are facing. Um, letdowns who are facing the challenges of today raising uh, children by themselves not knowing how they're going to continue in this who go to bed at night crying where they didn't see Tanisha do that but is that to say it didn't happen absolutely not but understanding that even in there where would you say for these young women how would you strengthen them in today because the word tells us that we are to strengthen one another we are to bear one another up so I would like for you to take that moment and bear up that mom who has lost the father of her children to whatever way he was lost it could have been through sickness um it could have been through gun violence it could have been through because life just took it, its course what do you say to that mother who is now raising those children by herself and yet she believes god but even when we believe god at times it's hard to pull on that 
what would you say to that mother today to strengthen her and encourage her right where she is? Because there's a mother out there today who is listening and crying. There's a mother out there today who is saying, when my children come back, I'm just going to tell them I'm done. And I know that there may have been times where the reality is we're still human. We wanted to throw in the towel, but we understood that the towel probably was what's really holding me in there. So what would you say to that mom today if you could give her one encouraging word? Breathe. Mm. Breathe. That says a lot. Take a moment. I, I Right now, you see me looking out the window? Because... <laughs> That's what I do. I I go to my window and I stop and I breathe. That's it. I shut off my thoughts. I don't care if that phone rings. I don't care if my kids come to the door knocking. I'm breathing. Mm -hmm. And while I'm breathing, I'm taking a moment of rejuvenation. Mm -hmm. One thing that a breath does is it fills the lungs back up so that the body can go. So when I say breathe, I'm not just talking about breathing in air. I'm talking about breathing from that moment. Breathe with intentions to let it go. And if tears come in your moment of breath, let them flow. Don't try to stop them. If you're weak in that moment of that breath, be weak. Mm-hmm. Don't try to be strong. If you don't have any answers in that moment, be clueless. It's okay. The answers will come. But at the end of the day, you stand at the window or you stand in the closet or you stand in the shower or you sit in your car or you sit in the office yes. or you go to the bathroom while you're at the office right. and you breathe. Mm-hmm. Period. That's it. Tanisha, I think it has been great being here today. I want you to know, I truly believe that you have said something that will really inspire, encourage and uplift a young lady today, a mother today, that young female who is saying, I wanted to do that, but I don't know how. I don't know if I have it in me because certainly I didn't know I had it in me to sit here and talk with you about this today (laughs) since you guys caught me off top. But Um, It's been a pleasure and um, truly I understand where you come from when you say built God tough. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for um, wanting to hear a little bit about me. A lot of people ask me how I'm doing, but nobody really stops and waits for the answer. Let's talk about it. It all begins with the conversation. Peace.